Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous to your contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the Dream Factory, the world's greatest user-generated movie creation podcast. The rules are simple. We can discuss as many ideas as we like, but only one can be taken to the next stage, where it'll be wrapped up and placed under the trees of 30 top Hollywood execs. I'm Joel, a man who puts the lay in sleigh, and across from me is John Harris, a man who does all of his Christmas shopping in a 10-minute slot at Maplin's. Maplins? What's yeah. Maplins? Oh, it's like tech. You know what Maplins is? It's like tech stuff. Mini curries. But Mini- more oh. stuff. Yeah. Right. To Conde- the inter- it's a condensed curries. To the international listener, they think you've th- there's a shop in England that does little tiny... Pots of curries. <laughs> yeah. That'd be nice. So, John. Hello. It's the most wonderful time of the year. For those playing bingo at home, yes, Joel has just sung. Uh, so we are doing a Christmas special episode yeah. full of festive-themed films. Yeah. So hit me with one. Uh, what about this one from Emily? Mm-hmm. Goodwill Hunting. Good. Nice, nice, nice. So I get we're not we're not taking the plot of Goodwill Hunting with about the what is it? It's about a janitor who's clever. Yeah, it's about a janitor who's clever. We're not. It's about people hunting goodwill. Are they hunting for goodwill? Or are they hunting goodwill? Yeah. So what we need to establish here is: is there like a, a surplus of goodwill in the world, and some of it needs to be gotten rid of, or is there not enough goodwill, and so they're they're out looking for it? Ooh. I, I I'd find it hard to imagine what a world with too much goodwill <laughs> would be like. It's too polite. But I do like the idea of, and we love a montage on this podcast, that like a montage of them just pushing over trees and... Nice, yeah. <laughs> and just like pulling pulling pacifiers, or dummies as we'd call them in England, we out would. of babies' mouths and stuff like that, just being a bit shit. So it's the season of goodwill. It's also hunting season. Yeah. Is That's it? Yeah. Is that when we hunt? No, it is in this film. Oh, great, sorry. I don't really know when hunting season is, given the lack of hunting I've done in my life. <laughs> yeah. What's the biggest animal we've killed? Or um, had some responsibility in the death of? Just fish. Just fish? Yeah, but yeah. Yeah, big fish, though. Tuna fish. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, sharks. Yeah. It was a whale. That's a mammal. Um, yeah, no. Uh, yeah, yeah. Fishing will be the probably the, the Have biggest. Have you been fishing? Yes. What? What Are you, are you good at it? No. Oh. And then, uh, I mean fishing. What's the best fish you caught? Uh, standard fish. 
Oh yeah. And I go over, <laughs> yeah. And I go over to the standard fish. Oh, I've seen that photo of you holding <laughs> that standard, just sort of proudly displaying that standard fish. <laughs> it's just like a, it's like a black silhouette with a question mark <laughs> of a fish. Yeah. yeah, it was like off a boat as well. Not like I'm not. Not like nice, a nice. not like a British sitting by the river kind of um, fishing. I was in France in France with my French grandparents. It was a French fish. Yeah, yeah, it was a French fish. Sorry, I didn't mention that. Okay, Standard well, French fish. What's the most French-looking fish? Catfish, little moustache. <laughs> Is it? Isn't it? <laughs> that was really they, quick. they look really. Fi- they look quite French, don't they? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'd, I'd I'd happily. They're pretty <laughs> horrible creatures, aren't they? Catfish are quite slimy. The French. <laughs> That's not very nice, mate. It's the season of goodwill, as we've already established. Yeah, and I'm hunting it, mate. Um, so I've never really hunted. Yeah. But I did once catch a sea bass while crabbing. What? Yeah. No biggie, mate. Sea bass sea bass is one of the top fish. It's one of the it's top one of, tier fish. It's a top tier fish. It's a delicious dish. Yeah. I used to, so on a caravan holiday to Clacton on sea, um we'd always go crabbing in Joss Bay. Yeah. Can't recommend it enough. Great great crabbing scene down there. You know in some beaches, I don't really know why they do this, but they se- separate sections of the beach up with rocks that stretch out into the sea. Yeah, they do. Why do they do that? That is, but it's crab habitats. Crab habitats. It's, it's an absolute crab habitat out there. So you'd forget the rock pools near the shore, and you'd get adventurous, and you'd go straight. You'd go looking for bigger crab habitats. <laughs> you just want to find one in its natural crab habitat, you know. <laughs> so we go every year. We made a real crab out of it. <laughs> uh, we were out crabbing, and that's not a pun. <laughs> Don't try and figure it out. And the stabbing. You were stabbing. <laughs> and. Um, there was like real tension on the lead, like suddenly real tension. And we just assumed that it got caught under a rock or something. Uh, but it started to kind of move. And we must have been about 13. And it took like three of us on the end of this, you know what a crab leads, like it's just a tiny no. piece of what? So, yeah, you have been crabbing? No. Mate! I've, I've, I've gone to catch, once again in France, where my grandparents live, I've gone to catch fish with, with a net. Who is she? What? Who's a net? <laughs> what, what, what purpose did she say? You went fishing with a net. All right, great. She's there for moral support. Yeah. Uh, no, yeah, just, yeah, you know, a net on the end of a stick. So crabbing, it's yeah. like a, um, I'm going to have to get a picture of it up. It's just like a long wire with a hook on the end of it. Here, look. What, like, a, like when you go fishing? Hang on, I'll just Google crab wire. <laughs> and it's just loads of images of crabs made out of wire. <laughs> there you go. So it looks like that. So oh, it's yeah. Like a, it's like fine. a reel of a fishing rod, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Um, with a hook on the end. They absolutely love bacon. They go mad for it. I think the thing is, right, there's there's not a lot of bacon in the sea, <laughs> from what I've read. <laughs> and so they, it's a real treat for the crabs. And a, and a crab can smell one part bacon in a million parts <laughs> water. No, so anyway, they love bacon. Are you cooking the bacon? No, that's mad. <laughs> That so is it's raw bacon. It's raw, of course it's raw bacon. Smoked? We're not still doing the little campfire. It's Danish. <laughs> Danish back bacon. I'd spend all my pocket money on the finest bacon. <laughs> anyway, that's crabbing. There's a real tension on the lead, and we're trying to pull this thing up. And I'm like getting quite excited or convinced that it's just trapped under a rock, whatever it may be. And we yank and yank and yank and yank. It's like a 15-minute ordeal. It's like a mini Moby Dick kind of situation. Put it out, and this giant fucking sea bass comes out of the water. And we've caught a fish on a crab line. And it's quite cool, isn't it? And did you eat it? No, you put it back. No, well, I tell you, no, no, I tell you, we did. We carried it to a man who was fishing by the side of the sea. He had all the gear, yeah, and he hadn't caught anything all day. And we went, "Do you want this?" That is, that is the most heartbreaking thing. Yeah, you really fish masculated him. Yeah, absolutely. Just chucked it over. So we don't know what to do with this. <laughs> what bait are you using, mate? Nah, get yourself some bacon. Talk the rest of our bacon. Goodwill hunting. Well, that's goodwill hunting. I think. Um, 
here's an idea from Alfie. It's a uh, bruv actually. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there's no more than that. Sometimes I quite like just a title to come in. Yeah. That's quite fun. I feel like I needed a bit more info with bruv actually. Yeah. What's happening? Is it like an, an East End gangster take on Love Actually? Yeah, I think so. Richard Curtis giving it the full Cray Twins. It's the Cray Twins at Christmas. Yeah, you think that's bruv, actually? Christmas with the Crays. Because in my head, I'm thinking, like, like British comedy, bruv, oh, Okay, actually. nice. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like a, yeah, set in London, probably. That's where that's where the most people are saying bruv in England. Is if that you did a bruv highest map, concentrated, like heat map? Yeah, if you did a heat map of the word bruv, it's probably in London. Yeah, mostly in your house. And then there's, so it's like dark red in London... Yep. And then it's like orange in like Essex. Yeah, fair enough. Lots, yeah, of, yeah, lots yeah, of bruv yeah, going yeah. on Quite in Essex. Quite a lot of bruv in Essex. And then the rest of the country's probably just like yellows and greens. Minimal bruv. Yeah. Fair enough. That's that's good. That's bruv actually. Actually, on that subject, we had uh, we had a request in from Stu. We had two. Yeah. So I'll give you them both. One's related. Love Possibly, a series of interconnected stories about people who like each other but never actually do anything about it or say it. Isn't that kind of what happens in love, actually? Anyway, there's lots of... Yeah, because it's a British film about relationships. (laughs) People have feelings but never really express them. And then they get married and die. Yeah. Britain. (laughs) Merry Christmas. I really like this one. Mingle All The Way, where Arnie has made a slight mistake of getting a new job in December time, and on the first day of work is his Christmas due, and he has to make awkward small talk for an hour and a half. That's brilliant. That is a personal experience for Stu. Yeah, that absolutely is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) And also good that Stu kind of imagines himself as Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah. So... What are we doing here? Just camera on Arnie for 90 minutes, improvise, no script. Yeah. He, he, no rehearsals. He just goes into this Christmas do and has to improv 90 minutes of chat. That's fun. Um, in the British sitcom Outnumbered, the famous thing was they would script what the kids would say and they wouldn't yeah, script yeah, yeah. what the parents would say. Yeah. Their reactions. So the parents' reactions were natural in the show uh, and the kids were scripted. And so I think every Arnie is... Arnie and yep. everyone is, else is an actor who's been told to be nice. as awkward as physically possible nice. with Arnie. Yep, great. So he's just like there talking about the weather. Uh, at what point does he photocopy his bum? That's fun, actually. Then, yeah, so then he gets smashed. Yep. Arnie gets smashed. Do you think Arnie gets drunk? He doesn't. Good, good question. No, I can't imagine he's a big drinker. Time. He's so big. Yeah. Take but him a lot. Do you think it would? I don't know, because he's so. I'd imagine he's never looked at a carbohydrate. Exactly. So he'd probably get drunk after a thimble. So yeah, he gets drunk and he's he's actually the mingling is going really well at this point. Nice. But you know there's that line, Joel. We've I mean it's that time of year, we've all me and Joel are slightly hung over from Christmassy do's mm-hmm. and you know, there's that line, there's that one drink between being the life and soul of the party and being the person that everyone wants to leave. Yeah, very true. And Arnie crosses and he tips it. it. Oh damn. And he's fired. Damn. I read an article the other day that was basically kind of warning people that you can be sacked for inappropriate conduct at your Christmas party so heed that warning anyone listening but I'm not that su- I, I, why no I don't is know that is that shocking it was just the league it was like the legalese of it it's like an extension of work hours or whatever ah int- yeah. oh what so you can actually be treated exactly the way you would be yeah. if it's during work hours it's, it's known as gross Christmas conduct it's nearly a pun well Christmas mm. conduct Christmas it's conduct. hard to say it's yeah. hard to say conduct right misconduct right it's fine Christmas conduct there you go 
Christmas conduct actually is a better pun than I first gave it credit for, and I think it would look excellent written down. <laughs> it would look great written down. So at some point uh, at the Dream Factory Twitter account, I'm just going to tweet the word Christmas conduct, and then if no, you, there'll be no context. No, but if you see it, guys, uh, leave him a little, leave Joel a little reply saying that's a really great well done, pun mate. written down. Well done. It looks really. They can good. probably hear that I'm struggling. I've got a head full of cold right now, <laughs> but I'm still, I'm still kind of you know mining for that gold. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Hey Dave. Yeah Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and t-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow! Did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com/acast and use code acast for twenty percent off your first purchase. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for fifty to eighty percent less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at fifty dollars luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Uh, would you like another film? Yes, please. What about... This was from James. Uh, he wants to know whether we could establish some sort of Christmas movie universe. What, they're all in- interconnected? Yeah. We've, we haven't done a movie universe for a while. No, it's been a little while. I don't, this is interesting. Aren't all Christmas films essentially the same? Yeah. Especially like the, you know, your Santa Claus, your Christmas with the Cranks, your other ones set in people's houses, the holiday. Is that just all in the same kind of street all happening? Yeah, probably. What, and then where's the Grinch coming to this? Yeah, well, that's the thing. And is Nightmare Before Christmas, is that... Is that part of the Christmas that cinematic universe? That throws a real universe? spanner in the works, doesn't it, in terms of stylistic choice? <laughs> and also, here's the big question. Maybe the big... Which like, Santa is the Santa? That's exactly the point I was getting to. Are there multiple Santas? Is that the big revelation? They have to work out who the real Santa is? That could that's be quite it. fun. Yeah, that's it. That's what it's all leading towards. That's what all these films have been leading towards. The big Santa showdown? Yeah. Big what? Santa beat up fight. Yeah. Oh, it's just a fight. I was yeah, going to say... 30 minute, end of the movie, just full on... <laughs> Santa's just laying into each other. You know how people criticised uh, the uh, first, su- the first of the recent Superman films. Yep, the only Man of Steel. Yep, uh, for being like forty. The ending was just forty-five yeah. minutes of men punching yep. each other yeah. into buildings. Is it's that, that with, with seven beard. Santa Clauses? Yeah. Which I actually think would be compelling viewing. Yeah, to be fair, I would probably watch it. And which Santa Claus would win? Do you think? Uh, ooh, who's the best Santa Claus in films? I can't. I can't Tim think Allen. Of- <laughs> Tim Allen immediately dies. No way! He's so resourceful. <laughs> yeah, do you, do you ever watch Home Improvement? He'd come out of his garage, tooled up. 
the Tim Allen movie universe is something we need to discuss. <laughs> in the new year. Let, let's not even get into that right now. Because I didn't realise that he was the same character in all of the films he's in. But he is, isn't he? This is phenomenal information. Right, you think Tim Allen wins? No one is more delighted by new Toy Story films than Tim Allen. I think, no, does Tim Allen reign supreme? I can't really think of any other big Santa Clauses. No, I, want a, I want an animated Santa Claus to win, but I can't think of any. There must oh, be dear. loads. There's got to be loads. Yeah. An A animated Santa, 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 Santa Claus wins. Um, did you, when you were a kid, uh, did your parents try and explain that Santa sent loads of representatives to supermarkets and stuff? Uh, it wasn't really, no. Or I did you flat out just him, accept yeah. Because I, I, I guess I figured if he can visit every home on earth in one night, yeah. he can do Asda and Tesco in a day, right? And look slightly different, but... But you don't notice that, do you? Yeah. At what age do you start to think they look different? Because I think adults kind of all merge into one, especially they've got a massive white beard and hat. I uh, when I when I started to discover the truth, I thought I was Sherlock Holmes. Or really? My mate, uh, my mate asked for something for Christmas, and Santa Claus wrote him a letter to say that unfortunately, uh, okay. unfortunately, yeah. he couldn't get it for him this year. And I remember going, "Wait a second. Mm. His name was also Joel." I went, "Wait a second, Joel." Does your, does your Microsoft Office do the same font as the letter? And he went, what? You did what? And you didn't think that? I did. I asked him what that. What age went, were you? Yeah. And he went, yeah. And I went, hmm. Like, is it, but then, in hindsight, like, if if Santa's using Microsoft Office, he's using the same Microsoft Office as yeah, everyone it's else. Yeah, the default so font. The font. That's if I, if I tried Santa to Claus, Sherlock, that's comic sans. If I tried to Sherlock it and be like, I think I think you'll find. Yeah. He he would just go. Every computer has that font. Yeah. So, but yeah, that was that was my attempt at discovering the truth. I still haven't worked it out yet. I'm not no, sure. Well, the still I out. hope you get to the bottom of it one day. One day. My dad was it, it was is a bit of a geek. Well, he works in IT, so I very early on was emailing Santa. Oh, lovely! In like we're talking like mid to late nineties. There was a rudimentary service where you emailed Santa. He was like, "Don't write a letter. Come on, we'll get to him direct." Now you can you can FaceTime Santa these days. There's an app where you can like schedule calls and stuff, and Santa. That's quite clever. FaceTimes you, yeah. Oh, it's quite cash grabby so as well, I assume. It's a little bit cash grabby, but it's it's kind of good that you can keep the myth going. In like the they can age. use the tech to, yeah. Yeah. I don't. I, th- I don't remember finding out it wasn't real. I don't remember. He. Well, we're still. We're still not sure. True. True. I don't. I, but I don't remember. I don't there actually wasn't remember that. an epiphany moment. No. Interesting. Just a gradual realization that everything was a lie. <laughs> Which I'm sort of still coming to terms with now. The thing that I seem to remember was like I'd never believed in the Tooth Fairy ever. What? But, but yeah, why are you such a cynical child? But I never believed in the Tooth Fairy ever. But the Easter Bunny, you but, loved till you were sixteen. N- no, not the Easter Bunny either. But Santa was like, for some reason, I was happy to believe in one of the three big mythical creatures that was yeah, yeah. that was bringing you stuff. For, like, but there was no consistency in. I that. bought into all of it. Wow, loved it. You had the t-shirts. <laughs> the merch went to all the gigs. I absolutely <laughs> loved it. I absolutely loved it. I also probably uh, realised that the longer I pretended to believe in it, the sweeter a gig it was for me. That's true. Anyway, should we do another film? What will we do? Yeah, I've got one for you. It's from Martin. Yeah? It's a terrible life. <laughs> yeah? So, uh, what's his chops from It's a Wonderful Life? Yeah. The whole... What, James Stewart? Yeah, I've not seen the film in a long time, but the whole idea is that he wishes not to exist anymore, and then he looks upon his life... And realizes that, you know, maybe things aren't so bad. Yeah. In this, he looks at his life and it's just shit. It's really bad, and he doesn't want to come back. What? And that's the Christmas message. It's as though Scrooge looked at Christmas past, present, and future and thought, "Nah, I'm just gonna." Well, that's what I was about to say. There's some interesting because, like, obviously, 
that that could work as like a redemption arc, like a Scrooge. Because I was thinking in my head, like, could you do it with someone like Donald Trump, where you're looking at it and going, "Look at you, you're a real piece of work." Yeah, look at all this shit. But you've you done. would show all that to Trump, and he'd be like, "Great." He'd be like, "Yeah, I look great." And what? Yeah. yeah. Next point. Okay. Uh, wait. And so it, it ends with him killing himself. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah. Merry Christmas, listener. What about this one? This one is from Ryan. He wants to know about soon coming to the Marvel Cinematic Universe, Gingerbread Man. <laughs> That's great. That's great. <laughs> is, is is he a gingerbread man or are his powers gingerbread man based? He's <laughs> <laughs> actually really pathetic. He could have been an art, you know, X-Men, but for shit powers. Um, he can just make bread that already exists gingerbready. <laughs> That's what he could do. Just so makes it slightly gingerbread. He's mostly based at Avengers HQ, just making them nice little sweet treats. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just Swedish buns. In the kitchen. Oh, like yeah, yeah. Really. Wait, Swedish buns. Cinnamon rolls. That's cinnamon what rolls, yeah. Uh, yeah, and... Because, yeah, if it's a literal gingerbread man, I'm thinking of the character from Shrek. Shrek. Yeah, of course. Also, they're, they're not an elephant in the room, but, like, a thing that we should address is that that is a very American thing. Gingerbread isn't huge in the UK when it comes to... It's not as synonymous with Christmas. Like, they do the houses and Oh, yeah, stuff. they make the houses. Yeah, no, I, the only gingerbread man... You only ever see gingerbread men, really, yeah. in the UK. But you see them you all year round. You don't really see where they live, like you do in the US. Where does, where does the gingerbread man in sleep? In the gingerbread house, like you just said. <laughs> we haven't really extended that far. Uh, but from what, from what I can tell, there's sort of whole um, whole towns made out of gingerbread in, in America. What? What? Yeah, it's like, aren't they like, isn't like Boston like made out of gingerbread or something? It's just <laughs> big, and, it's big in, the U- in the US and it's not really the same here. We're, we're sort of bricks and mortar, but they... I really go for gingerbread out there. Do they wear gingerbread clothes as well? I think no, no, no. They just sort of wear a big, like three big gumdrops down their middle. <laughs> um, that's no, that's fine. You can just sort of wear yeah. that and walk around on the street, and that's that's and fine. They're naked, they, otherwise. Yeah, otherwise naked. Otherwise completely naked. Yeah. Do gingerbread just, but, men have gingerbread penises? Uh, oh yeah, they do. But uh, bakers have to nibble them off before selling them. <laughs> it's something to do with sort of decency law. That is absolute perverse. So you know, at Christmas, quite often shops were getting Christmas temps uh, to deal with the um, like the large influx of customers. Yeah. A bakery will often hire two or three uh, people just to nibble off the genitals <laughs> of gingerbread men. And, um, they and have... that's, but for international listeners, that's that our attitude towards. I don't know what it's like where you are. You might have complete anatomical representation in your gingerbread <laughs> men, but ours are very asexual um, uh, at the point of sale. But prior to that, obviously, there's a little nibble going on. And they. Uh... They have to nibble. It's like a gingerbread action man. They have to nibble for some reason. They tried snapping them off, and it just wasn't the same. No, it has to be. A, it has to be a nibble because you can be so much more precise with your teeth. If you snap, you might. He might lose a limb. Yeah, he might lose a limb. You know, <laughs> um, gingerbread men are very uniform, aren't they? I'd like to see some more diversity in gingerbread men. What I'm saying is, I'd like obese gingerbread men because there's more gingerbread. <laughs> gingerbread men are too skinny. If you got like a gingerbread lucky dip, and you got like a really thin one, oh, that'd be, be sad, wouldn't it? So, sorry, the skinny gingerbread. A little breadstick made out of gingerbread. <laughs> the face drawn on it. That's Penis the... nibbled off. Oh, lovely stuff. Yeah. Uh, what about this one from Joe? Reindeer Man. So it's Rain Man. Oh, okay, yeah. I, I didn't even... I couldn't even begin to get that. I thought it was just re- really shit. Oh, like another <laughs> superhero. Yeah. Reindeer it's Man. Like, like, it was like you'd force someone at gunpoint to do a Christmas film. They'd just go, oh, <laughs> Reindeer Man. Santa movie. <laughs> Reindeer man. Okay, so he's got all of the kind of uh, autistic kind of skills, but they're all related to Christmas. Yeah, I was. It was either that, or I was thinking that instead of like you show him an advent calendar, he's like twenty four doors. Yeah, like, fuck. <laughs> That's amazing. That's so wow. <laughs> Get this guy to a Christmas casino. 
<laughs> um, he I... can count cards, but only Christmas cards that have been written to his family. <laughs> so it's useless, absolutely useless. I was thinking that it was more a reindeer, like who's the, you know, like, oh! the, like the Rudolph story, basically, but instead of having the red nose, they, it's just really good with numbers. And good, so good. at some point on Christmas Eve, the fact that this reindeer is excellent with numbers is it's beneficial. It's got to be because it's so foggy they can't see the uh, house numbers That's in good. a street. And so the reindeer can look and be like, there's 38 houses on this street, 35 on the good one. list, bang, 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 bang. Oh, yeah. But it's been ostracised for so long, that reindeer, because what, what it can't, it's not very good at flying, it's not very confident, yeah. but it's got the counting skills. So he's sitting next to Santa in the in the sleigh. What's yeah. the other one's like? Yeah, with an ordnance survey map. Yeah, fucking dickhead. Look, yeah. he's not even flying. Exactly that. Oh, that's quite sad and sweet. Do you want one on the Rudolph theme? Yeah, Rudolph Lundgren. Wait, what? You know Dolph Lundgren? Yeah. So it's called Rudolph Lundgren. So is it is it is it him playing a reindeer? He's he ripped. voices Rudolph. <laughs> yeah. So what happens is Rudolph in this film, Rudolph isn't picked up for the red nose Rudolph is sick to the back teeth of being bullied by the other reindeers that it goes and works out for 11 months <laughs> and it comes back massive beats up all the other reindeer and then just flies the sleigh single handedly oh, it's like a really muscular reindeer it's not quite the same on the Christmas cards but it better yeah <laughs> it's better on the Christmas cards actually have you seen the thing that's going around on the internet at the minute about the fact that at Christmas time um... there's no need to be afraid is that what it is, <laughs> what it is? I'm hearing, I'm hearing a lot of no, I'm hearing a lot of chat about that actually. Uh, no, yeah, 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 no, I've heard that about actually. I have heard that. Yeah, and in a world of plenty. Yeah. No, um, what, what should we do? <laughs> winter time. I've changed it. <laughs> that sounds like the most PC reimagining of a Christmas song. It's winter time. No. Uh, <laughs> Uh, the reindeer. Oh god, I enjoyed that. <laughs> I've laughed away a lot of the snot in my nose. If uh, that's disgusting. <laughs> if if the reindeers on Santa's sleigh have antlers, they must all be women because the male the men shred shred shred. They get shredded. With back shred, to Dolph Lundgren. They shred them off. Yeah, they, they get do. so ripped that antlers fall off at, in the winter. Uh, they're female. They're female. Yeah, yeah, I know. It's great, isn't it? Yeah, and I, I mean. They're, the names have never actually like officially suggested a gender, have they? I don't Vixen. think. Vixen. Oh, yeah. Come on, mate. Blitzen. That's... Vixen's a sexy fox, isn't it? A female fox. An actual fox. One of the reindeers is, is a fox. Yeah, you do know that. <laughs> like a London street fox. It's a little London street fox, yeah. <laughs> Just blagged its way. <laughs> I love foxes. I really love foxes. Just wearing one of those like antlers, yeah. like headbands. Yeah, constantly giving like side eye. They're going to fucking... I've been getting away with this for too long now. Oh, dear. Right, should we move on to ours or... Uh, yeah, let's do ours. Let's do ours. Would you like mine first? Yes. The Franken Sixth Sense. Nice, nice. So frankincense. Frankincense, yeah. So I'm my my guess is one of the three wise men is dead. Good, okay. And only baby Jesus can see him. Right. And how does baby Jesus communicate that? So, so they so they think there's two Jesus. wise men. They think there's two wise men. <laughs> yeah. And he goes, well, Thank you for coming here, happened. two wise men. Yeah. And, and Jesus goes, like, <laughs> <laughs> Why does it keep saying three? <laughs> He's saying his first word already. Three <laughs> uh, yeah. Um and if you're gonna if one of them's going to be a ghost, 
Might as well be the frankincense one. Well, yeah, because you really? want the gold guy. You want the gold guy. What is <laughs> I, I, this happens every year? I don't know what the other two things are. Frankincense is a fragrance, isn't it? All right, and what's myrrh? <laughs> another fragrance. It must just be another fragrance. <laughs> what? I they guess it just worked. They worked in well, the boots. <laughs> well, yeah, they do. It was the three for two. <laughs> so the to be fair, who's born in a barn or a stable? Yeah, one of those. You know, that would have smelled bad. Mm. So. More fragrance, the better, really. Yeah, true. If anything, the gold's the least useful in that situation. Well, yeah, I don't think they're thinking about how useful it is. I reckon when the three wise men met up and they were like, oh, what'd you get, what'd you get? The guy with the gold was thinking, oh, I'm coming out on top here. Yeah. He must have been patting himself on the back all, all the way to Bethlehem. One of my biggest Christmas anxieties is unbalanced presents. Is oh, the giving me a buying a book yeah, voucher yeah, yeah. for someone who's bought me a car? I mean, obviously yeah. that's an exaggeration. Yeah, but yeah. I, and I haven't forgiven you for that last year. <laughs> <laughs> what Joel doesn't say is it was one of those tiny little cars you know you had as a kid that yeah, was like and primary the book colours. Was you were ten grand. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I just think you need to read more, <laughs> a lot more. Um, would you like mine? Yes, please. All right, murder on the Polar Express. It's been dying to be made, actually, that one. I've never seen Polar Express. No. <laughs> Have you? No. I think it's a lovely family romp. The film? Yeah. Is it, I assume it's based on a classic kids' book or something. I don't know. Because is when it Tom the film, Hanks in it? Yeah, but when the film came along, it was definitely a property that already existed. It wasn't... He That film, like, five years ago, didn't invent it. For too long now, Tom Hanks has played the good guy. Yeah. He needs to let loose and kill some people. Uh, f- uh, just a suggestion, Joel. Obviously, this is your idea, so feel free to say no. Um, that I think Tom Cru- Tom Cruise Tom Cruise is in it by the way yeah, yeah he yeah, plays yeah. Santa he's going to win the nice, Santa nice, fight at the end small I assume Santa. we're doing the Santa fight at the end of this one as well all Christmas films should end with a Santa fight I agree with that uh, no Tom Hanks should be the weird kind of uncanny valley um, CGI yep, yep and then yep. the rest are real people nice I like that and they're like I wonder who did it and there's just <laughs> Tom Hanks they're looking all weird and CGI that's good and also because of scheduling conflicts Tom Hanks just couldn't be there but yeah. they just CGI'd him in it's someone else doing the mocap see yeah definitely someone else who's a different shape entirely to Tom <laughs> yeah, Hanks and he, he moves really unnaturally <laughs> he gets the Oscar for it though because they're like Tom Hanks, Tom Hanks has never moved he's, Tom Hanks. That's why he's he gets never the Oscar moved for in it. that way he's never moved like that before People, I love Tom Hanks he's, he's creating new performances Apparently he's a great guy as well. And yeah. I think that, we, that, we need to cling to that sort of thing at this time of year. I think Tom Hanks would be one of the ones that if we found out, if, you know, Milkshake Duck, that like concept. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If, if he Milkshake Ducks, Ooh. I think it would be really horrible. It would be bad, wouldn't it? Yeah. Yeah. But then, you know, a lot of people that we previously did think were excellent have Milkshake Ducks, so who knows? Uh, that was a fun way to end your... That was uh, a fun way to end And the episode. It. And, yeah. <laughs> uh... I've got another one. Wise Men in Black. <laughs> John. Hello. What was your favourite film of the festive feast that we we, uh, we laid out for the listeners? Mm, I would say, I like the Frank and Sixth Sense. What have you? What are you thinking? Uh, yeah, it's got to be that or it's a terrible life for me. I would say it's a terrible life because that wasn't by me, whereas the Frank and Sixth Sense was by me. I that's... liked it though. Mm. Hey, yeah. at Christmas, it's a time for sharing. Everyone Let's have wins. two winners. No, everyone. All right, everyone, everyone, all right, everyone wins, yeah, yeah. And that brings us to the end of the episode. And the reason we know that, John, is that there's a, a rat-a-tat-tat at the studio yeah. door. And who is it? 72 Santa. 72. Just... It's every Santa from a film ever. Yeah, because Reindeer Man just counted them all for me. <laughs> yeah, what we didn't say is the studio we use is also, it also doubles up as a wrestling ring. Yeah, and it is in Lapland. <laughs>
It's it's never been relevant until now where we record, but yeah, we're no, recording yeah. Lap. But it also moves. But it's now it's now in lap. It's, it, it, the studio space wherever it's convenient for a bad joke. <laughs> Which is hand that's how we book it. <laughs> Right, let's get to business, Joel. Have you got a specific way of tackling the roast? What's your technique? What's your strategy? I eat absolutely everything. Yeah. So I, I want I want everything to be on the plate on Christmas dinner. Okay. What do you mean by tackling the roast? Like, is there an order? Are you you got oh you got do I eat things in a certain order? Yeah. Everything gets eaten together except the Yorkshire pudding, which I keep till the end. Well, this but uh, is a Yorkshire pudding a Christmas thing? Well, that's I was saying that you. I think you've mentioned this recently, and I said. That you know, respect to respect to the Grove family. Yeah, but that is not part of a I think traditional it's an optional Christmas Grove meal. thing. You know, I think sometimes it's there, sometimes it's not. I'm a very methodical eater. I can believe I've been this. Through this. I can believe that you. I almost imagine your food in like a TV dinner tray in separate <laughs> sections. Oh, that would be beautiful. I'd love that. <laughs> yeah, because the only thing that I will, the only thing I will consume everything separately, and the only thing that will be a consistent is obviously the gravy. Yeah. Gravy goes everywhere. I'm not. Gravy goes I don't just drink a pint of gravy at the end of the meal and like, you just like a milkshake. And have a like a mouthful of potato and tip a bit of gravy into your mouth for each one. Um, yeah, methodical. You try. You have a bit. You have so I, I, methodically. I'll eat a little bit of the things that I think are going to be the best, and then I will work out what's going to be the real highlight, and then what, then, and then you work your through, way up. That's clever. That's clever. Headline. Like a little tasting menu for your own yeah. plate. <laughs> yeah, right, yeah, that's good. That's good. A preview. A little of nibble of each thing. That's that's getting eaten fourth. Normally, pigs and blankets would be, you know, in the top two, but this year, I'm afraid that's fourth from the final. I love pig. a pig and blanket. <sighs> don't don't guess. Who invented the pig and blanket? <laughs> Wait, hang on. I can tell you that Sidney uh, Russell invented the first electric blanket <laughs> in um in the US. Yeah. Pigs in blanket aren't pigs in bacon. They're pigs in pastry. Like it, mm. yeah. So a sausage roll. Quite. A, that's quite a heavy blanket, isn't it? America, we've got something for you. Check yeah. this out. Imagine, imagine a sausage wrapped in more pig. It's just so delicious. It's so delicious. It's unbelievable. And then, right, so we've done. You've done the meal. You're having everything, Joel. Literally, there's there's not there's not a single thing. You're having all the sauces, all the vegetables. Yeah, yeah. You you aren't you you are one of the least fussy eaters I know. It's just everything. Everything is delicious. Whereas I probably I might have a bit of bread sauce as a token. Actually, gesture. no. Bread sauce can fuck off. Oh, here we go. Yeah. So I will eat everything except bread sauce. Ah, what, we found his it, line. The name alone ch- turns my stomach. It is. It is a bit odd. I don't really. I, get I don't it. really understand what it is. No. I'm deeply suspicious of it. I don't know why you'd make bread into a sauce. There's no other. That's not happening in any other any other world. You're not turning any other sort of heart physical thing like that into a sauce. It's absolutely disgusting. I was watching a TV show. This, I mean, this is now like a month ago, but I was watching a TV show and they were talking about Thanksgiving. Yeah. And, you know, that's because that's the big American turkey day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it is... The way they eat turkey is so amateurish. It makes me feel What do they do? What do they do? Mashed potato. Oh, yeah. Everything's too soft in America. That's too soft, isn't it? A roast potato is so good. Yeah. If someone... A roast potato is a big thing in America. I'm not sure. That's a great question. Idiots. If you're an American listener, let us know how many... Like, because in England, roast potato is probably part of 90% of the diet. Yeah, I'd say so, yeah. At least yeah, two yeah. meals a day. And 10% is just one or two breakfasts a week. <laughs> but you don't yeah. have a roast potato. Um, so let us know how many of your meals contain roast potatoes. I'd love to know. 
I love roast potatoes. Yeah, and they have like, and they have the like sweet potato mash. I went to an American at Thanksgiving once ages ago, and they did sweet potato with marshmallows on top. Honestly, it's all so soft and sweet. Soft and sweet. It's just no, that's pudding, mate. <laughs> uh, <laughs> if no, that's not. If you were served up pudding <laughs> on Christmas Day of sweet potato mash and yeah, marshmallows okay, on fine. top, you'd think your parents had a breakdown. Yeah. Okay. Fine. All right. So we've done the main meal. Are your family a lunch roast or a dinner yeah, roast? Yeah, lunch roast, yeah. Lunch. And, but by lunch, it's really weird. There's, on Christmas Day, there's about three hours between what's conceived as lunch and what's conceived yeah. as dinner. So yeah. two o'clock is lunch, five o'clock is dinner. That's very true. And they, we, I tend to, I try and do both. I, I'll, I'll, I'll be coming back for extras when, when other people will be having their dinner, probably. Legend. I'll be having another plate of roast by about five o'clock. <laughs> the amount of food I eat over Christmas is disgusting. Obscene. It's uh, despicable. So are you having breakfast? Or are you holding off? Are you no, warming yeah. up your stomach? There's breakfast, mate. <laughs> I, I'm saying two or three croissants, <laughs> grambled eggs and salmon, maybe, if we're being treated. Well, Little glass Bucks of Bucks fizz, fizz, yeah. yeah. Okay, and then... Um, and then s- and then I'm just dipping into the celebrations <laughs> up until lunch, all day. Or just working, ploughing my way through them. Oh, here we go. Quality Street, celebrations, roses, heroes. It's it's Quality Street or roses for me. I'm roses? A, I'm a traditionalist, yeah. Ah. See, I think in in the Harris household, it's probably Quality Street or Celebrations. Interesting, interesting. Yeah, because you get one. I'm not of... going to refuse any of them. Yeah. If 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 I come down, if I come downstairs and on Christmas and it's only a, you know, we've got a tub of heroes, I'm not going to say Christmas is cancelled. I'm going to chow down. I don't think we talk enough about how for 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 nigh on fifty years it seemed like only two confectionery boxes yep. ruled supreme you had the roses and quality street and then, and the, then in the 90s the and noughties yeah. heroes and celebrations just came in and just tore it all up it's brilliant it's so good. so you've got the old I, the, the good thing about having a celebrations and a quality street is you've got one of the old guard one of the new guard yeah, you know exactly right yeah, yeah, yeah. it's the meet, it's the meeting of old and new which is what christmas is really about exactly. families getting together you know i can be like granddad try one of these cream egg sweets and be like what the fuck is this my mind's blown <laughs> Right, and then he'll be like, "Have a word as original." So the it's, m- not, it's just a nice time. <laughs> it's a meeting of minds, like a real crossing of generation <laughs> of bonbons, pa- uh, a passing of knowledge <laughs> from one to the other. Tell me about your sandwich. <laughs> the next day, <laughs> Joel's, no, Joel's eating, eating a sandwich yeah, right I, now. <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm eating a delicious sandwich. So the sam- the sandwich will be. Uh, oh, I'm just going to go. I'm going to go. Um, probably some sliced roast potato. Oh bloody hell! Turkey, cranberry sauce. Yeah, that'd be probably about it, really. Oh, okay, you're quite simple. I mean, you're quite simple, yeah. but quite a maverick with the potatoes. Is that, maver- is that a maverick move? I think that's quite maverick, personally. I used to work in a... So I, I used to work in a wedding venue. I talk about this fairly regularly. And we'd get the buffet leftovers. One of my favourite things to eat would be... So if there was a hog roast buffet, the vegetarian option was a lasagna. And what I'd do is get a roll, put the hog roast in, and then just put the top of the lasagna in the roll as well. The crunchy, cheesy person. Yeah, so I'm, I, I, uh, I'm quite au fait with that sort of bold sandwich choice. Heston is looking for a new assistant, actually. Wow. Right. What's the bread? We're talking just <sighs> white bread from the packet. Crusty roll, I think. Yeah, nice. I like uh, toasted brown bread for my for my turkey sandwich. What, and what's in your turkey sandwich? Turkey stuffing. Oh, stuffing, mayo. yeah, of course. A bit of mayo, yeah. Turkey stuffing, a bit of mayo. If, it depends. Because if, if I'm not putting stuffing, then I might go, I might make it like a salad, like a chicken salad sandwich, but with turkey instead. But if you put the stuffing in, I think that's... Stuffing and lettuce just aren't complementary. They're just... They're yeah, enemies. They're, that's true. They're, they're gastronomic... Gastronomic enemies. <laughs> uh, I think we should do a quick shout-out to a friend of ours who... Uh, Con, who's probably the only man who has reggae reggae sauce for this Christmas dinner. 
Um, it's just a reggae, reggae Christmas over at his. He's just, he's just an absolute deviant. He's a pervert. That's, that's we, um, I went to his house for nachos. Yep. <laughs> and right, I you you go around someone's house and they make you food. You have to be kind, polite, and yeah. thankful. Yeah. How and so I am right. <laughs> However, he made two options of nachos, and both of them didn't have like salsa in the baking element you had a salsa you could dip it into right. but in place of the salsa in the baking element of the nachos he had two options one was reggae the aforementioned reggae, yep. reggae sauce yep. the other was barbecue sauce <laughs> <laughs> I mean they, they, they look they, they're, they they're, tasted they're alright they're very similar sauces yeah. they're not they aren't really two options <laughs> yeah true um, it tasted alright but it just wasn't nachos that's it, a weird thing to do that's just crisps and barbecue sauce <laughs> Thank you very much uh, for listening this year. We do really appreciate every single listen that we get. And uh, I guess we'd like to wish you a Merry Christmas. Absolutely. Uh, If you're listening to us on Christmas Eve, Boxing Day, or the big day itself at any point, so if if these words are coming out on any of those three days, send us a tweet and you'll have a guaranteed... I will take... I will draw you a Christmas card that says Merry Christmas from the Dream Factory and with... An illustration of me and Joel directly to you, and tweet it to you. I will just reply with a picture of my face in that instant. So whatever's happening, you just get a little Christmas idea of what's going on. Oh, I'll just take a photo of my Christmas as it's happening there and then. Asterix T's and C's. We don't have to get back to you within seconds. No. We will try and get within back to you on the day. Five minutes. Oh, all right. Okay. On the day that you send us that tweet. And yeah, Joel will. So I will draw you a Christmas card, and Joel will take a photo of his face at that moment. Yeah. Hopefully he won't be on the toilet, but we can't promise that. We can't make no <laughs> promises. It's, a, it's a lucky dip. It's a lucky dip. The whole thing's a lucky dip. Uh, but yes, we hope you have a really lovely Christmas and you find some time to kind of relax and uh, enjoy the time off. And Bye. we'll see you in the new year. And I'll leave you with this. Oh, come let us adore him. Oh, come let us adore him. Oh, come let us adore him, Christ the Lord. Uh, just one uh, thing. Joel said to see you in the new year. There will be an episode going out on Boxing Day. <laughs> Do you remember when Cliff Richard had a uh, Christmas number one when he sang the Millennium Prayer twice? No, he sang the Lord's Prayer twice. What? Brilliant. So, Cliff Richard... Well, our father, who was in heaven... Oh, come on, you must know this. Hello, be thy name. All that jazz. Yeah, but he sang it with a... I'm going to show you how... Oh, that's a tutorial on YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to show you how to write a Christmas number one. Uh, Cliff Richard, Millennium Prayer. Right, so to play you out in amateur fashion, please don't let there be an ad. There's no ad. Cliff's not in it for the cash. Uh, here is Cliff Richard singing the Millennium Prayer. Uh... I think this might be the official video as well, John, so... you ready for this? Yeah. Talk, tell me what you can see. Tell me what you can see. Uh, so, uh, Cliff is stood in front of three <laughs> projected images of the same... It's like helicopter photography. Yeah. And they're slightly out of sync with each other. And he's blue-screened in front I'm of swaying. it. I'm swaying. be thy name. Thy An absolute disgrace this wasn't meant to Richard Osman's welcome Christmas. Oh, no, how clunky is this? Is this was in heaven. <laughs> <laughs> He's really going for it. I, I, take five minutes this Christmas day. To He's also talk. singing it to the melody of Old Lang Syne. Yeah, it's, exactly. It's the perfect festive song. <laughs> <laughs> well, on that, from Joel and I. 
to you, the listener, and Cliff. We hope you have a lovely Christmas and a lovely end of the year. Merry Christmas. I assume we'll just fade this out now. No. Yeah, in about <laughs> two or three minutes' time. <laughs> He just looks straight at the camera. It's the first time he's acknowledged the camera. <laughs> now the now the choir's in. She never Hello be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done. All as in heaven. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Send the guys a movie idea Tell your friends that you like the show Follow us on social media Then you'll be the best listener